Hi. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Anchor FM? What is that? Anchor FM is a podcasting platform. Anchor FM lets you record, edit, and distribute your podcast. It's used by some of the most popular podcasts that you listen to and many that you don't. Here at Bloodfest the Podcast, we use Anchor FM to distribute our podcast. When we upload our episode into their app, they immediately make it available via an RSS feed on on Spotify, as well as several other podcast platforms. With a little extra work, you can take that RSS feed and send it on to any podcast platform you like, or send people the RSS feed link directly. Put it on your website. Put it in your email. Carry it in your shoe. Get lost in the snow with it. Anchor FM. It's the greatest way to make your podcast. If you want to make a podcast, download the Anchor FM app or get out there on the internet and go to anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Download that app at whatever podcast or whatever app store you like or go to www.anchor.fm. Hello, and welcome to Bloodfest, the podcast. Tonight, we're recording in a different way. We're actually split up in different areas, and if you're seeing me, you'll see that I'm just sitting in front of a curtain in my bedroom, and uh, it looks like crap. Anyway, I'm joined tonight by Joey, who's running the whole show. Usually, I'm I'm off camera, so this is a first. Yeah, but... Like you said, we're kind of doing things different. We're running, so instead of us recording and then doing post-production editing, I'm basically the director now and piping this all through OBS, so kind of doing it live, no post-production editing, so we'll see how the hell this goes. Outstanding. And I'm also joined by Casey. Casey, how you doing tonight? I'm doing, doing just fine. Um, I haven't been uh, doing a lot of movie watching this week, unfortunately, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight, so a lot of video gaming this week. But I've, I've watched a few things, so i got some stuff to talk about tonight. All right. All right. And then who's that other guy who's with us again? Uh, Josh. Josh, how are things up there in Kansas City? Yeah, that's me. Um, got got sirens outside right now, but we always got oh. sirens outside. At least it's not sirens upstairs. Somebody well, else think- die? <laughs> You never I, know around here. I think recently, uh, didn't Joey have gunshots outside his house? So. Yeah, just just literally blocks away. Apparently, it started off as a high-speed chase or something or another, and a guy fired off some shots, and SWAT had to get involved. So, yeah, I, I love I, I live in a very lovely part of town. <laughs> so, so, much live in <laughs> so much excitement. And I, I have raccoons. <laughs> Definitely so, in the ghetto. <laughs> so, for... <laughs> All three of you have been longtime listeners. Uh, Josh has been working on a long-term project. So, Josh, go ahead and tell everybody, for the five people who will join us, tell everybody <laughs> what it was you were doing. Oh, I was uh, doing a countdown of the uh, 24 uh, list, uh, IGN's 24 list. Jesus Christ. <laughs> IGN's top 24 movies from A24. <clears throat> and we've been we've been going through... 
on, pause. When you start to stumble over your words, you can fix it easily. Just say, fuck it, I'll do it live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll write it and we'll run it. Oh, God. Classic. <laughs> All right. So we've we've been through some several of them. Uh, we got down to uh, number 15 uh, on a couple episodes ago. Um, we've just been jam-packing these episodes full, so we kind of slipped a little bit. But we're going to get a few out of the way today. Um, but, yeah, just kind of split these in here when we got some time. All right. All right. So we know that Casey hasn't watched a ton. Uh, Josh is just living in the world of A24. Joey, have you watched any interesting movies this week? I actually, um, watching movies has been on hold. I've been working on a home project, kind of turning my living room into a home theater. Uh, last weekend, I bought a projection screen and a sound system. So, so is that what the science fiction flashy lights behind you are about? Yeah, that's part of it, but like a ship, dude. But like right now, what you see on the screen, this is a 120-inch projection screen that I ended up buying off Amazon. Which you're looking for projection screens. There's just a crap ton of projection screens, and you have to be careful. You you got to read the reviews because there's a lot of complaints with some of the cheaper ones where the picture bleeds through, and so your image quality is not as good. Whereas you pay a little more and you get better cloth, and then the material's better and it doesn't bleed through. So, now, what, this, what size did you say that was again? This was a hundred and twenty inch. And twenty inch. Wow. I, I looked at God. I I had to look through like twenty five, thirty different projection screens, and this one in particular, I just kept coming back to, and it, it's incredible. Like what you see up to the, right now, this is one I put on today. It's a uh, it's a double feature by Dark Force Entertainment, uh, Gates of Hell and Psycho from Texas. And okay. K K Casey can talk more about these movies. He has a lot more than I do, but they made it just like a drive-in feature. So you have like the the intermission and just, just that whole experience that you would have when you were a kid and you went to the drive-in. But this is the back area. So Wait nothing... Um, I got I got to stop you. So this gives you the experience you had when you were a kid when you went to the drive-in. So you get groped by a stranger behind the concession stand. That that only happened fifteen times. What happened to every drive-in? <laughs> only happened fifteen times. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, the this back area. And let me go back to it. Pretty basic right now. I just have two recliners, and then in the middle I have a stand with a projector and Blu-ray player. I know, fancy Blu-ray. And then I added the LED light bars up on the wall to kind of give a nice, not nice lighting when I'm watching movies. Plan on adding more, but but yeah, here's a this right here is just a sample when I was playing the Psycho from. Texas earlier today, and it, it's just—it's really cool. I mean, you, you just get that old film look to it, and it's just that these movies are just a lot of fun. Like I said, Casey can talk more on those. He has—you you have all but one, don't you? No, I—I I, I skip out on the. Uh, they've got a bunch of like kung fu and 
cop type films that uh, I skipped out on. So I've got 13 of them. Uh, they're about the release. They're actually they just released the 18, but I do have 13 of them. So I'm not missing very many. I think I've but, got. Uh, so I have the the one Joey has, Gates of Hell and uh, Psycho from Texas. I have uh, one of the more recent ones that's got Whose Child Am I and The Weekend Murders. And then I've got uh, Chaos and what's the other one that's on with Chaos? I don't don't go in the basement. The basement. That's right. That's, that's right. right. I think those are the only three I have. Yeah. Have you actually watched the number eighteen yet? The new one. Uh, I watched the Weekend Murders. Is that is that the one with the Weekend Murders? And yeah, I've watched. Yep. I, so I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the Weekend Murders because that was the movie I was more interested in. I have not watched Whose Child Am I yet? Cool. Well, yeah, I should be getting that soon. There, I just I ordered it along with um, um, shoot something else. Another four K coming out. The the Dead Pit. Um, oh. so, so it's, it's in production right now. They're, they send it off to get replicated. So I should be getting those, both of those pretty soon, hopefully. So I really wanted to pick up the dead pit, but also it's so bad, but also I really <laughs> want it. So. Well, well, sadly I haven't actually seen it. So I, that was a blind buy for me. So hopefully it's one of those so bad it's good. Honestly, yeah, I, I like it a lot, but it's so bad. <laughs> Yeah, but I've never seen it with a with a pristine, clear, sharp picture. Maybe it's actually good that way. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's got a five point three out of ten on IMDb, so it may be all right. Bad rating, honestly. Yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty I, good rating for a horror I, film. But I also think it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of the I, you know from the trailer and some of the pictures, there's a. The chick kind of walking around in her undies uh, yeah. Yeah. a lot of the time, so that looks kind of nice. Yeah. So, Joey, I was going to ask you here, on that giant screen you bought, so 120-inch screen, what would a just a regular Joe like me be looking to pay if they went and got something like that? It's I like, think this one was roughly $125. Oh, that's so, not that So, that's it's... 120 inches, but the actual width of it is about 105, 110 inches wide and then stands about 89, 90 inches tall. So it's pretty good size. It takes up most of the width of my living room, which is perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. So definitely, if you're going to get something like this, measure. Because the last thing you want to do is get a big old screen and then it doesn't even fit. It, this makes sense. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm All excited. Right. I'm excited about it. It's it's really cool. I still yeah. have a lot of work to do, but I personally feel like this is going to be a benefit to everyone. Well, I mean, not the people listening. Sorry, sorry, you're not <laughs> invited. Uh, but and not Josh because he lives a billion miles away. Oh, but he I can make Casey the drive. Enjoy it. So yeah, yeah. In case he can come over, Josh can make the drive from Kansas City. He has a car. It's not that bad of an Uber. Or he can, That's true. He has a horse and buggy. I mean, he's What's Amish. <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you gonna do about uh you know, I, I noticed you from your pictures it looked like it was probably impossible to watch during the day. Yeah, it's what a little bit because you do get some bleed through of the sun. So this upcoming week, next week, I've been looking at some blackout curtains on Amazon and I found some roughly between twenty, forty dollars. 
So for the front and the back of the living room, I'm gonna add some blackout curtains. That way it just completely blacks out all sunlight. So that should remedy that issue, at least during the daytime. But surprisingly, even with the sunlight coming through whenever I was playing that movie, surprisingly, it wasn't really that noticeable. That's good. Honestly, yeah, but that's good. It's good. Yeah, the blackout curtains will definitely be awesome because it is kind of hard to watch a movie at noon or one o'clock in the afternoon when the sun is just blaring in. So, yeah. That, that, yeah. that's that's my that's what i'm going to be getting next week and then i'm going to get some shelves try to get all my collectibles kind of neater looking so still still got a few projects to do to get this by collectibles joey means his massive dildo collection i i do love my collection <laughs> i got some impressive ones I, gotta, I was gonna uh, come down. So anyway, God. Oh gosh. Let's, let's, Speaking of dildos, <laughs> we're going to the dildo himself, Josh Weston. When did Dildopolis open a second location? So anyway, <laughs> now I'm I'm off track. I'm thrown off. I lost my rhythm. Let me get my rhythm. Hold on. Okay, got a rhythm. Anyway, Josh, let's talk about your uh, A24 list. Did you make it all the way to the end? I sure did. I, and I only, I didn't skip any more this time. I, I made right. it all the way through. <laughs> all right. Because uh, there was wow. no more Shakespeare. <laughs> or, or so I thought. I'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so we left off um, right after this podcast a couple of weeks ago. I went and uh, started Under the Skin. Um, that was number 14. Uh, it's a second watch for me. The first time I watched it, I just I did not get it at all. Um, but this time going in, I knew a little bit more of the background. Like if you don't read the back of the box, which you should fucking do anyway, you <laughs> don't know what the movie is about. They never touch on the fact that she's an alien. They never, yeah. you know, if you just watch the movie without knowing anything about it, you don't know anything. Imagine that. Okay, so I, you know, I like to go into movies blind. I went into that movie blind. I didn't get it, but I fucking loved it. But I didn't understand a bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. And when I got to the end of it, I, I didn't hate it. But I was like, what the but fuck was that? What's going on here? Yeah. So so then the second time, I, I liked it a lot better. And it, just, it just it made more sense. And, you know, it, it is a it's a really good, you know, um, focus on, like, her changing. It's, you know, becoming more human. And fuck yeah. anybody that decides to do that. Right. So. It's a, good coming, it's a good coming of age film. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is, yeah. So it's, yeah, I, I didn't have a whole lot of, you know, thoughts on that just because it just, it, it impressed me more than I thought it was going to because I knew I'm, what the hell I was watching now. So I'm going to do the thing that's my primary, uh, primary purpose here. Joey, have you seen Under the Skin? Uh, yeah, I absolutely loved it. No. Well, it does have Scarlett Johansson's boobies. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm that's I'm watching that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That that is why I watched it. That was really the only reason I watched it. Uh, and it, it was okay. It was it was very weird though, and I didn't quite understand it either. But it is very weird. But it's it uh, okay. I hate saying this kind of thing, but it's a vibe. I mean, honestly, smoke a little weed, sit back, enjoy it. 
Yeah, it's worth a watch for sure, but definitely weird. There's some yeah. deep analysis to be done, but you don't have to. It's just, it's an experience, and it's worth having. Yeah, the second time that I watched it, I definitely did went a little bit deeper and just, you know, um, experienced the character a lot more. And it was it's definitely worth interesting. Worth having an interesting, Jesus, interesting, <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> interesting conversation about. Um, but yeah, it's... I definitely recommend reading the back of the box and watching it once. Yeah. What's next? Uh, uh, 13, we had eighth grade, which you don't have to do a whole lot of research on or know what you're talking about in order to watch this one. This was fun. Um, not a lot happens in it, but it's it's just, it was a good time. Well, I mean, it's a bad time too, but <laughs> it's basically just about a girl in the eighth grade and just um, – couple of the experiences that she goes through oh burnham movie yeah yeah um, so is that like a surprise i mean do we would we have expected bo burnham to be capable of writing and directing this a lot of the people that like and maybe one of the other guys know a little bit more about him but as far as i know he's just like a stand-up comedian that does some songs yeah. and yeah some of them are serious but i've i wouldn't expect anything like this from him so have either of you gentlemen seen Eighth Grade? No, no, I I, I want to watch it at some point because I have heard it's really good, uh, and I don't really know much about Bo Burnham. Didn't he start out on? Did he start out on YouTube or am I yeah. wrong on that? Yeah, do it, I believe do it. so. Yeah, songs. Okay. Yeah, and then he, he blew up and started getting his own comedy specials, and and he's actually good. He did a, during the pandemic. He did a special called Inside that was. Very funny, but also really smart. Mm. Yeah, the only other thing that I remember him from is Promising Young Woman, uh, which was right. it was pretty good. I love uh, that movie. But, uh, oh, I guess he was in Hall Pass, too, as a bartender. That was a funny movie. I've not seen uh, I've seen but Hall Pass, yeah. but I don't remember him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about him. But, and yeah, I, I do want to see 8th Grade at some point. I just haven't uh, got around to it yet. So, Joey, what did you think of Eighth Grade? Uh, I, I really loved it. You know, I was really excited to get out of middle school and finally get into high school. So, <laughs> you know, so it, it was a very memorable school year for me. Uh, I had a lot of fun in Eighth Grade. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what next, Mr. Josh? Ninth Grade. Ninth Grade. <laughs> 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 Had that in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's over here sandbagging me. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 12, we had The Lighthouse. Oh, um, God. This one promised <laughs> to be weird, and it was what? fucking weird. <laughs> this movie. But, had yeah. you seen this before? I had not. Okay, okay. No, I, I went into it just pretty much blind. I mean, like, I knew it was two guys that worked at the lighthouse, and that's pretty much all it is about. <laughs> but right. it gets so weird. Right. I don't even know what to say about it except for that. So before before I do this, Casey, have you seen The Lighthouse? No. no. I, I don't think it's one I'm going to watch, so if you okay. want to spoil Please. it, feel free. Joey, have you seen The Lighthouse? No. Are you Are you, like, going to be upset if I spoil something by asking a question. Dude, I listen to you spoil the shit out of Halloween ends. Okay, that's true. Okay, <laughs> Are the two men actually the same man? It, is it 
an old man grappling with the the mistakes made by his younger self. Is that what's going on in this film? Or is it just gay stuff? <laughs> There's definitely some undertones if you want to look for them, but I didn't I didn't really catch that at all. Um, but it's definitely um, that was the answer to your second question. <laughs> the first question was, yeah, um, it, it could quite possibly be. And you don't really. I don't know. I kind of went into this more simple mindedly. I didn't really look for that kind of stuff. So it's more like just two guys battling it out. But then again, if it is one person, it could be two people battling it out. So that's a really good point. So the, the other question I really think you have to be asked is, was he fond of his lobster? God damn it. <laughs> and help it. So this, this, this film was written and directed by Robert Eggers, and it was his follow-up to The Witch. And, I mean, I see how that's the same guy, but at the same time, how is that the same guy? Yeah, I mean, once you know that, it kind of, it, it does make a little bit of sense, because he does have a lot of the same kind of, I don't know, it, just, it's fucking weird. <laughs> so, yeah, it is Robert Eggers. I love it so much. Did you like it? I did. I did like it. There's a lot of, lot of time. It kind of dragged a little bit, but then it kicked back in. And at the end of it, I, I was screaming, what the fuck? But it was, it was, it was worth a watch. I, I, I enjoyed watching it. Of course, you know, it was Willem Dafoe. I mean, how are you going to go wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And honestly, uh, Pattinson is becoming really kind of impressive. Honestly. Yeah. And I'll talk about him here in a minute, too. Uh, he's got a couple movies on this list, and he's not the Twilight guy anymore. And I like yeah, that because no. I, you know, I'm tired of making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll always make fun of it, but well, yeah, <laughs> it's about an old man who wants to fuck a little girl and werewolves and sparkles and the dumbest baseball game I've ever seen. So, I mean, if I was a if I was like a 400 year old vampire, I just probably wouldn't enroll in high school um, because that seems problematic. <laughs> now, what's next on the list? Oh, damn. Uh, speaking of Pattinson, I didn't know it was going to be this soon. Uh, Good Time was is number 11. Um, this was a pretty straightforward film about a guy who gets in trouble and is just trying to run from the law and get his brother out of the hospital at the same time. Um, it's just one bad decision after another. And I identified with this movie because I make bad decisions all the time. I can vouch uh, for just... that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it was, I, I really liked it. It was, it, was, it was really dark, and he just, like I said, just does the wrong thing every single time. You'll be staring at the movie, going, "Don't do that," and he'll do it anyway. Yeah. Have, have, have either? Okay, hold on, no, I'll do. It. So, uh, Casey, have you seen Good Time? No. no, and I'm. I was just reading about it on IMDb. It doesn't look like something I'd be into anyway. You should be. So, Joey, did you enjoy Good Time? <laughs> No, I was just actually looking at it on IMDb, and I don't think it's something I'd really be into. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. right. So, John, how do you rank Good Time? Good Time, I add above water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd watch it again. I'd, you know, even knowing how it. Why is everybody laughing? (laughs) I hate being on video. (laughs) The fuck you guys doing? Temporary layoffs, easy credit payoffs, good time. I hate you. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
All right. Yeah, it, it is really good, actually. I'm I'm I, I was impressed. I was quite impressed by it. So, yes. And once again, Pattinson and Pattinson uh, isn't he's not afraid to make himself kind of ugly, kind of scuzzy. Yeah. 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 I was impressed by that. OK, what's next? Uh, then we got Lady Bird. Oh, um, yeah. I uh, this one was from 2017. So quite a while ago. Um, and it's got, uh, what was her name? I'm going to butcher that first name, so I'll let you take it. Yeah. Yeah, that. Um, this one, uh, Jennifer had seen it before, so she sat down and saw it with me. Um, and it was, it was another coming of age story. And it was like, um, instead of eighth grade, we were in 12th grade and it's just about a, about a senior in high school, but it's like a Christian school or something like that. But it was just, um, a rebellious teenager and, uh, What's her face? Uh, Lori Metcalf is her mom, being neurotic as always. But it was a fun time. It, it was Have not you, a fun time, but it was fun. Did you watch? Uh, and and he's canceled now. But that Louis C.K. web series, Horace and Pete. Mm-mm. So there is an episode of that, and the entire episode is Lori Metcalf and Louis C.K. talking, and she should have gotten all of the awards. I mean, she should have gotten the award for stonemasonry and the award for best person to go to the moon, as well as all the awards for acting, because <laughs> it is the most amazing thing, really. <laughs> if you can find it online somewhere, uh, don't give Louis C.K. money, but if you can find it somewhere on YouTube or something, uh, check check it out. Just find the Lori Metcalf episode. It is Okay. It is absolutely fucking amazing. So yeah. sorry, I'd, I'd watch her do anything. She's, she's pretty great on a side road there, but um, that's all so, this podcast is is side roads. So you're fine. Okay. Okay. So I I just I want to address that. So when you say that all it is is side roads, people <laughs> are going to think of like a fork in a road, like a traditional fork, and one of them goes off in the wrong direction. But I think of it more like a railroad siding. So what happens is the track is going right that way, right? But we don't go right that way. We go off on this little side thing. But it scooches back in and goes the way it's supposed to go. So is that really a side road? If I say no, will you stop? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, so what what did what did you think of, of well hold on, hold on. So have you guys seen Lady Bird? What nope. is it with you guys and not, I, not watching Oscar bait? I don't think I've seen a lot of, like I don't know. I don't watch a lot of those. <laughs> I mean, it looks okay, uh, and I like the uh, the actress. I really liked her in, uh, and of course, I can't remember the name of it. Um, one sh- where she was like, where she was kidnapped. Uh, oh, the Lovely Bones. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that was her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was amazing in that. That was an awesome movie. Um, so I would definitely watch this one. Uh, yeah. Just for her, but it's good. Honestly, the entire thing is carried by. That character by Lady Bird. Um, she is, she's odd, and she's not always completely likable. But at the same time, she just has a personality that you enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you feel that way? Yeah, like she's definitely not the good guy, but you still follow her anyway. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and in, again, with an A twenty four film, you get things thrown at you, but she handles them. And I think that's one of the weird things about this whole freaking countdown was that I did not realize I was going to be watching so many drama films. 
<laughs> like yeah. I just thought it was gonna be a bunch of weird shit, and I ended up getting feelings a lot of the time. God damn you! How dare you make me feel things? I'm an American. I'm repressed. Damn it! Exactly. Speaking of repression, what's next on the list? <laughs> well, this this is actually one of the films that brought me into this goddamn thing. Um, and I'm gonna butcher the name, so I'll have you fix it for me. It's uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway, McEnroe. It's got John McEnroe in it. Um, but yeah, this one I'd seen it already, and it's great. And I watched it again just because it was on the list. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, maybe Joey hasn't seen it because he doesn't watch movies, but I'm pretty sure Casey's seen this one. Yeah, yes, but, I've watched this one a couple times. It's it's really good. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody should either have seen it or should see it. It's just So for anyone, awesome. anyone who hasn't seen it, the, uh, the conceit is this young superstar programmer wins uh like a week at the estate of his boss who's like super superstar programmer and when he gets there he finds out that he's actually got a job to do uh the boss has invented a perfect ai and it looks like a woman sort of and he is supposed to determine if it's actually sentient or not and that's that's the setup yeah that's about it and then it just gets weird yeah it's crazy it's really good. It's it's really yeah. really good. And uh, yeah. oh, I'm blanking on her name. What's her name? The, the, uh, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. She she is incredibly good in it. As is uh, Oscar. Uh, Isaac. 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 Damn. Yeah, Damn. he's always good too. I've got yeah. the poster in front of me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known either. <laughs> I couldn't remember, and I've seen him in a hundred things I've liked. But what the hell's going on with Joey? He's in and out. <laughs> okay, let's not get too deep into that because it's going to worry me. What? What's after Ex Machina? Uh, this one you're going to have to shut me up about because okay. we're 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 at um, number eight, and this is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh uh, yeah, which is my pick for 2022, maybe my pick of the fucking century. It's just so great. I can't talk enough about this movie. Everybody here hates that movie. I've Everybody. never seen it. No. God hey, damn it. Not. <laughs> How have not you you need not, to watch it. You listen to the three of us rave. But isn't it an, an, isn't it an animation or some shit? No. What what is it? It's, it's hard to explain. Exactly. <laughs> it is a movie about a woman and her husband who own a laundromat and are on the verge of losing it because of their tax troubles. He did that on purpose. There's <laughs> a lot more than that. <laughs> You're not wrong. That is exactly what it's about. It has Jamie Lee Curtis in it a lot. So you yeah. might want to watch it. This is a movie that will make you both laugh and cry. Mm-hmm. If the action scenes will put you on the edge of your seat, there are things that will make you go, what the fuck is this? It, it, is the crying part on par with Marley and me? It's got hot dog fingers. That sounds stupid. <laughs> no, it's really good, dude. It's in the remember that remember the kid uh, data from Goonies? Oh the yeah. One with all the gadgets. He's oh, he's in it as an adult. Huh. Uh, he's the husband. Oh. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever see him again. Yeah, and then I don't remember. So Michelle, Michelle Yu, is that right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I know her from anything else, but she was excellent in it. Amazing. 
hidden dragon. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's yeah. kung fu. I don't think I don't think or, Casey would watch I, that. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of that stuff. So yeah, it's a great movie. Um, so it it's it has um, one of the greatest lines I think in the history of cinema, and it's a simple line and out of context. It doesn't mean anything, but in context, it's beautiful. In another life, I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes with you. Yeah. Yeah, I choked up at that line. All, all three times I've seen it now, I've choked up at that line. That actually gave me chills just you saying that, to be honest. <laughs> Same yeah. here. Ugh, chills it, all over. Oh it, it's an amazing <laughs> film, and it really, you, you have to see it, Joey. It has. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, it does sound like it has a great cast. It's action, comedy, romance, end of the world, sci fi. It's where, everything. Where, where, where's the mm-hmm. horror in this, though? There is a pinata fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> that, that's classic 80s slashers. <laughs> I just love the... When, oh, I know I can't, because Joey hasn't seen it. Joey hasn't yeah. seen it. So I, yeah, it, it, it is long. It's it's two almost two hours and 20 minutes, so you definitely yeah. want to set aside some time. Oh, yeah. screw Honestly, that. Me, it, it just flew right. by, though. It did not seem like it was that long. Yeah. No, if if... if if you'd asked me the first time I saw it, if you'd asked me how long it was after I saw it, I would have said, ah, hour 50, hour 55. Yeah, yeah. but it's zippy. It is zippy. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun fact. Another name of this movie, I don't know where, is A Woman Tries to Do Her Taxes. I like it. Also known as. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd buy t- I'd buy a ticket for that. So I would not. I would. <clears throat> I would now. Now that I mean, if I knew that was the movie, I mean, I I actually want a slip cover with that on it. That would be That's great. Like <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next on the list, Josh? Next, we ran into the Green Knight. Yeah. That was. Uh, I keep forgetting which number I'm on. That's number seven. Um. This one, this one was another really long one, but for me, it was that long. It just, it, um, I, I could tell that it was long, and I, I checked a couple of times to see how long it was still on it. It, it had a good story. Um, it kept my interest. It just, I don't know. It, it, it hits you that A24 curve, and you just like, wait a minute. And it's just, at the, at the end, you get, you know, classic plot twist. But it's just your, I don't know, classic uh, medieval quest story i mean it, 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 there's a lot to like about it and I, if i think if it was shorter i would have liked it more so have either of you guys seen it i'm not gonna ask joey casey have you seen it so it, no. it, it, it is robert edgar's take <laughs> on kind of classic arthurian myth um so sir sir gowan and the green knight is a, a classic part of the the arthurian legend the mort arthur all of that crap um but he takes a different tack with an overdone story and he turns it into frankly a coming of age story he turns it into a a test of manhood story and if if i think if you dig the arthurian thing which which i kind of do and if you like a movie that's made in such a way that it that two or three days after you finish it if you're still thinking about it you'll go oh that's what that means then I, I think it's a good movie for you. Yeah, I, I got it later. 
I mean, it, yeah. it's one of those ones you have to think about. Yeah. But sometimes I don't want to. After so many of these movies, I just wanted a movie where I don't have to think about anything. <laughs> just watch a little, watch a little Lucio Fulci. See dude, dude, where's my car? Titanic. Oh my God. Titanic. <laughs> Definitely oh, Titanic. Oh, the second half, Thumb maybe. Sports is Titanic. Thumbtanic. 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 Okay, I'll watch Thumbtanic. YouTube it. You won't regret it. I. I feel like I could regret it. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's it's amazing. It's exactly what it sounds like. It, yeah. It's, Just next. It's not a waste of time. It's almost as good as llamas with hats. Okay, now llamas with hats. That's my kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. My kind of thing. Carl. <laughs> you can't do that, you, Carl. You've seen have you seen Tree Friends? Has anybody seen this? No. I don't think so. Yeah, hap, is it Happy Tree Friends or just I've seen Happy, happy Tree Friends? Happy oh Tree. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did not know this existed. I, I learned about this today. I'm gonna have to track it down. It My looks... kids actually watched that when they were little. That's how yeah. I found out about it. Yeah, it's it's one of my uh, worst uh, qualities of being a parent. I introduced that to them. It was not a good idea. And and, yeah. and are, they com- are they completely deranged now? Yep. Of yeah. course they are. I mean, they were going to be anyway. My damn is kids. Better, is but... it better than moral oral or worse than moral oral? I don't know moral oral, so I couldn't tell you. Oh, God. Uh, you should find it. So it's a claymation show, and it's uh, created by Dino Stamatopoulos. Did you watch Community? Yeah. Starburns? You know Starburns? Kinda. He okay. sounds I, I remember the character. Okay. I don't know who so he is though. That's played by Dino Stamatopoulos, who not only was on the show, but was also one of the writers of the show. Prior to that, he created this adult swim show, Moral Oral, and it takes place in like Bible Belt America, and it's about this kid who takes all of the extreme religious stuff in incredibly literally and it's hilarious and dark the masturbation uh, masturbation episode is one of the best things i've ever seen i guess i should should watch that yeah sounds great (laughs) yeah for no other reasons that's the reason there's also a zombie episode um no you already had me man there's also (laughs) you had me at masturbation how about is there a masturbating zombie then maybe i'll be in a masturbating zombie but God. Just not groundbreaking enough, I guess. <laughs> What's after the Green Knight? Well, uh, speaking of not having to, you know, watch a bunch of twists and turns and emotional shit. Uh, next is Green Room. Oh yeah. Oh. Not not a lot to think about on this one. It was pretty straightforward, and it was Don't probably worry. my third time watching it. I mean, you can think about it if you want to, but yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. The point is to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Run. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's a Nazi. Go, go, before he engages on you. And I don't think I'd ever, I ever would have imagined somebody would say that sentence, except for just, you know, being weird. But yeah, yeah Patrick Stewart is a Nazi. Yeah. Nazi Sir Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Okay, so to be fair, if you look at British royalty and stuff, a lot of Nazis there. So the Sir part probably doesn't fix anything. But. So Casey, you've seen Green Room, yes? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's definitely a really good one. 
Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't seen it out there, the premise is Anton Yelchin and Imogen Poots are in a little punk band and the show that they drove to go do gets canceled. And dude's like, that's okay though. You can go do a show at this place. They'll play you, but be careful because they might be some Nazis. So the guys go and they play Nazi punks fuck off and they put on the show and then they're in the green room and they accidentally see the Nazis coming to murder. And so now they're in trouble. That's that's the premise, and it is a straight ahead, uh, full full throttle action movie. I bet Joey loves it. Joey, do you love the Green Room? Oh, it, it's just a, a phenomenal movie. Like I, I, I you just had was... a great cast, great performance, great storyline. Credits were great. Ending was great. <laughs> yeah, what I, was your favorite part? Yeah, uh, the 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 ending was incredible. That the ending just threw me off and that, that was definitely the best part no i haven't seen it and you like i think i want to shock you on the next one that's on the list so. okay okay what's next on the list <laughs> well joe joey's got a uh copy of the list um as as everybody else should at this point because i've yep. been bothered everybody everybody, everybody, about it. everybody else it's on the screen so everybody oh, can see it fuck <laughs> <laughs> Well, without further ado, uh, number five is Hereditary. Great uh, movie. Is... I've seen it. <laughs> I know you the, have. The, right. the, the, the head... Ba- hey, let's give him a round of applause. The head bashing into the telephone pole was just, oh my God. Well, that is the only part that I remembered because the first time I saw it, I drank a lot. And I didn't get it. I didn't want it. I went back into this list thinking I just hate it again. Um, and I changed my mind. This one was a whole lot better than I thought it was. Um, it made more sense. There was more stuff involved. It's, you know, to me, it just made a better, better story for me. So I, I feel like this movie is about generational trauma. It's about what we do to our kids and then what they do to their kids as an effect of that. Um, and also it's about witchy cult shit and sawing off your own head with piano wire. So yeah. It's everything I want. <laughs> yeah, that movie's very creepy. I need to, I've only seen it once. I definitely need to check it out again. But I remember the ending specifically being pretty horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of scenes in there with just things happening that yeah. I don't need to see again. I mean, I probably will, but I don't need to. <laughs> the, the, this was the, the debut from uh, Ari Aster or Ari Aster. Ari, I bet it's Ari, honestly. Ari. Ari. Is it Ari? Yeah, sounds right. Uh, who, who right out the right out the gate here, he gave us something genius. And later in the list, I'm pretty sure we're going to come up to his second movie, the greatest film ever made. So anyway, what what's after Hereditary, Josh? Uh, number four was The Witch. Ah, great, great. Uh, All three I, films are on here. Huh? All three of uh, Robert Eggers' films are on here. Yeah, yeah. It's just, the Witch. They, not- they seem. They seem to like him pretty well over at IGN. So, but um, I did. I watched it again. I didn't care for it, and and it, I think this has more to do with the whole Shakespeare thing again. I they stopped, started talking, and I got turned off. I didn't care. Really, really. There were some good things in this movie. There really were, and there's some great scenes. I just I did not connect with it, and when it ended, I said okay, and I went on to the next one. So you're telling me that you don't want to live deliciously. See, I, I think I just skipped that. <laughs> was was that was that the, the the little boy when he was like uh, dying 
and that and he was just going on and on that's that's probably the part that you probably just completely zoned out on i think he so because yeah he was he was talking and uh, like shakespearean type type language i thought it was kind of weird too because i'm not yeah. even that so my favorite character is black philip i i think he is amazing he is the hero of the story so honestly and i have so I know Casey's seen The Witch and is a big fan. Yep. We now that Josh has seen it and doesn't like it. So, Joey, have you seen Robert Eggers' The Witch? No. No. Well, at least not that I'm aware of. I mean, there's a lot of movies I watch and then I just don't remember them by name. So, but I want to say probably not. So I'm going to throw this out here for the the other two that have seen it. I think this movie has a happy ending. And I've had people tell me that I'm insane. Oh, I love happy endings. I mean, (laughs) well, yeah, a massage parlor. Yeah, but I wasn't wasn't going that direction. I mean, Thomason seems happy in the end, if that's what you're getting at. (laughs) So she she got out from under, I mean, they're dead, but out from under the the repressive parents who honestly hated her and blamed her. Yeah, that's true. And and she went off to go join a a group that's going to accept her and celebrate her and help her find her power and place in the world. Plus, which stuff, there's going to be a lot of kinky sex. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that uh, that's kind of similar to one of the uh, the other movies that are coming up, uh, one of Ari Aster's other films, um, uh, with with the ending, a happy ending for the the main character. Yeah, there might be a theme there. There mm-hmm. might be a theme there. We get to the greatest film ever made. Uh, so what what what's up what's up next? Well, you called it. It's uh the greatest film ever made. <laughs> I'd, it's second watch for me. Both times were completely sober, so it's not alcohol's fault. I didn't get it. I know you guys love this movie. I, I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> I, I, I watched it again with an open, more open mind and knowing the end. A lot of it made more sense. And as the things were happening, like, you know, it, it started to make more sense to me and I got it. I think after about four more times of watching it, I'll like it. But I should not have to watch a movie five times in order to like it. It's uh, you're not going to Stockholm syndrome me into making this my favorite movie. It's not going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. We might (laughs) (laughs) try hard enough. So there are. okay. overall, the. The feminine empowerment theme of the movie is is strong and well played, and I like that a lot. It is. I got that the second time. Second time that hit hit a lot. And and I know exactly what was going on with that. Yeah, it, it, it's a story about Danny finding and embracing her power, honestly. Um, she's no longer going to be under the thumb of other people and controlled, especially not by men like Christian, who is like world's worst boyfriend, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah he starts off being that way. Like yeah. at the end, you don't. Well, I guess spoiler alert. Sorry, but <laughs> you don't you don't you don't care what happens to him at all, if anything. And did you, did, and Josh, did you watch the director's cut or the? No, when, when Nate told me there was a version that's longer, I said, fuck that. (laughs) Because, because that version, I think, gives you even more of an insight into their relationship and and how much more of a dick he is to her. There's just a lot more time spent on, on their relationship. That version also 
kills the pacing a bit, um, especially the scene at the river with the little boy that mm-hmm. goes on a bit too long, and it does. It kind of drags. It yeah. kills the pacing. I love it. I'm glad it's there. I would not have wanted it to be there the first time I saw the movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it, it just it slows it down where it shouldn't slow down. Um, I, I think there are some amazing... There are amazing small and large touches in the film. First of all, you, if I don't know if you noticed, but at in the opening section of the film, in Danny's apartment over her couch, there is a painting of a young woman and a massive bear, which is interesting foreshadowing. Um, it does after the sisters murder suicide. Um, the scene of Danny weeping uncontrollably, the camera moves out toward the window. It is a dark night. The snow is coming down. We move out into that, and then we cut to bright, beautiful sunshine. And what that tells my brain from from 50,000 movies watched is, oh, we were in the dark times. Now we're out in the light where everything's good and pretty, which sets, sets us up perfectly for getting fucked over and destroying our expectations, even if they're subconscious expectations. When we when we first uh, get to get to the Harga people uh, driving along in the car, as they approach the village, the camera flips completely over so we make the last bit of the trip completely upside down which is slightly disorienting that disorientation puts us slightly off our feet and matches with the disorientation danny is about to have by taking psychedelic mushrooms and having a completely bad trip um there are i don't i don't want to just sit here and talk for 40 minutes about things all the things i think are are wonderful lightly done touches but it's just through the entire thing there are tiny little bits uh, the entire plot of the movie is actually laid out on like a tapestry that you see there at the place mm-hmm. i mean it has like everything that happens on it which is brilliant just show it to you and then we'll do it yeah yeah, the uh, you mentioned the scene where she's where Danny is, you know, sobbing um, uncontrollably. You know, I'm, you know what scene I'm talking about? That uh, that's like one of the, the the greatest crying scenes I've ever seen in a film. Like it, you can feel her pain. Yeah, Florence it's, Pugh is very very good at that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll watch she's anything she's in. She's been fantastic yeah. every single time I've seen her. Yeah. She is. And it's incredible. not her fault. I don't like this movie. <laughs> yeah, all. she's she's in that uh, that other movie. I can't remember what it's called, but it's in theaters now. Um, a lot of uh, people are hating on darling it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Darling, come, yeah. come, my darling, or whatever. Yeah, it that looks that looks interesting. Yeah, I want to see that one. That looks like a mind fuck. I have to turn off my camera for a minute. Don't don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you guys doing over there? Uh, apparently, something's going wrong in the backyard. So I'm gonna go, uh. go help find out what it is. But I'm gonna take the phone so I keep talking. It's so probably keep... raccoons. Well, I hope so. Gosh, doggies. It's so is Midsommar the the final one on the list? No, we got we got two more. It's, oh. it's kind of weird <laughs> considering. <laughs> um, I mean, not just Nate, but like how popular this movie is. I mean, I. I, a lot of people think that this is awesome and you know it's it's 
whatever it is. <laughs> but <laughs> um, number two was Uncut Gems. Yeah. Which, if it wasn't for this list, I probably wouldn't have watched because I didn't care. Um, it's another one of those movies where just a guy makes bad decision after bad decision, and it's just whatever he does is just dog shit. <laughs> it's just. I don't know. I kind of identified with that, um, but it was Adam Sandler being serious for some reason, and I, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm going to that as well. I don't really want to talk about the end, but it's just at the end, it's just you, you know, you 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 feel just about mm-hmm. as worthless as you did going in. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. But, uh, so. Yeah, I don't. I, there's, I don't usually. I don't think there's very many, if any, Adam Sandler films that I haven't watched. Because um, uh, I mean, he's he put he's put out a lot of shit, but he's also put out a lot of good stuff too. Uh, but I was definitely surprised by that one. Um, and the ending was, it was pretty sad. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I probably wouldn't have watched it if he wasn't in it. Yeah, if I hadn't seen Punch Drunk Love, then I probably wouldn't have even bothered with this movie. I mean, just because, you know, like it's Adam Sandler, I know what to expect, but I really mm. liked Punch Drunk Love. I mean, it, was, it just showed me that he could actually act as opposed to just being Billy Madison every time. Right. So, and, and to me, it's, I don't know, it's important to be able to do more than one role. Yeah, definitely. We're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome back, Joey. Hey, have you seen Uncut Gems? Uh, no. That's right, though. <laughs> have you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just miss everything he said? Uh, I, I kind of stepped away. Well, now now Nate's gone fighting raccoons. Yeah. Was that you in Nate's backyard? Pretty much. And now I'm Nate's just not going to come back? No, oh. I, I just had a wild cat outside. Can you hear me? Name fed, so. Yeah, kind of. No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Man, let's. Uh, I mean, you're you're back just in time. If you got any more thoughts of uncut gems, uh. I, I, you know, I so I missed what everyone said. I will say that I I rather enjoyed it. It's pretty fucking depressing, and Adam Sandler is surprisingly good, mm-hmm. which is weird to say. Yeah. It's one of those roles yeah. where, like, for most of the time you hate him. I mean, he does some really shitty stuff, and then you root yeah. for him at the same time. It was. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. takes a special character for you to be able to do that, too. Yeah, I agree with this. So that's number two, yes? Yep. So and what's number one? I, I waited a couple more days after that. It took me, like, six days to get the courage to watch Midsommar again. And then after that, I jumped right into Uncut Gems. And then I waited a few days because I just... I, I didn't really care about Moonlight. Moonlight is number one, so yeah. kudos to them for that. Um, but but I did enjoy it. I, I liked it. It's not a movie that I would have picked or would ever want to watch, um, but it, it's just about a, a black youth's um, journey through his sexuality and just growing up in his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. I mean, everything else is just filling in, but it didn't seem like a long movie. Like, you know, the what I can tell you about it is two sentences, but it an hour and a half is okay to watch it. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Um, the So I, I actually read the screenplay, and the screenplay is beautifully written. It is some of the best screenwriting I've ever read. Um, it's probably better than the finished movie. But the finished movie is very good. I'm surprised to see it at number one on this list. I think it belongs farther down than that, but not 
that far down. So have yeah. either have either of you seen it? No. No. Nope. Don't, don't, don't care. No, Joe doesn't watch movies, so. <laughs> so you've been through their list and it's all wrong right it's all wrong um i thought i'd have it done by today um I'm, i'll take a couple minutes next time and let you okay. and and have a, a more comprehensive like what my order would be and anybody else can do the same uh do the i don't same. agree with this order at all but i'm not doing the, i'm not doing just the 24 on that list i'm doing the best 24 because they've got some on there that don't belong on there. Oh, yeah. Lamb's going to go in there, and I'm going to yell at a Casey for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb, second Lamb. movie ever made. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather watch that than some of the other ones that are in this list, probably. <laughs> yeah, see? There you go. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So I know Casey wants to talk here in a little bit about a couple of movies he saw, some pickups and stuff. But before he does that, before we get into his happy stuff, I want to bring us all down. So I want to talk about a specific movie that I love, and I'm going to do something a little different than I ever do. Normally, I'm a very off-the-cuff kind of guy for this stuff, but I don't want to screw this up. I want to get my thoughts as they belong about this film. So I actually wrote it, and I'm going to kind of halfway read it to you. And it's going to start out a little odd, and it takes a while for me to even mention the film I'm going to talk about. But just stick with me, guys. I'm making a point, and this one isn't because of my brain damage. So what's, is everybody what, ready to go? What's the film? You'll find out. Well, I need to know so I can pull up the appropriate... It's the only one I, give you fo- it's the only one I, I suggested photos I, for you. For. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> by, by, by the way, are you naked? Where's your video? Oh, hold on. I'll get back on video. Put, put your pants and shirt back on. Hold on. Are we taking turns or? Hold on. <laughs> get back. Creepy. He's probably, he's probably sitting there fapping watching us. All right. So <laughs> b- before before I specifically start this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a quote from a film. This this line was said by John Amplis to Tom Savini in George A. Romero's Martin. And this this actually feeds into what i want to say things only seem to be magic there's no real magic there's no real magic ever so when i was a little kid i would play with my cousins in the forest near my house it was a wondrous place full of shifting light and undiscovered terrain that opened itself to everything we could dream or imagine there was one time that we found a stone fireplace and chimney just setting in a small clearing, like an artifact that had no business being where it was. It was kind of like finding an office building on the moon, an impossible question. Now, now, grown up as an adult, I get it. There was a house there. It got demolished. It burned. The chimney stood. Nobody wanted to rebuild. There's no reason to tear down the last little chunk. So the fireplace just waited there for us to find it. But then when we were small, It was pure magic. The idea of a house never entered our minds. Instead, we talked of who who might have constructed it there. What might have constructed it there? Were there people ancient and savage, strange, still living in those woods? Did they light a fire when the moon was full? What sort of dark rituals drew them? We'd talk until our words filled us with terror and we ran out of the woods and back to my house. That down at its root, and root is a double entendre here, 
is what folk horror is. It's the belief that once there was magic and that that magic was dark and sharp and hungry and that even if it was gone, it hasn't gone far. The standard example that people think of when they think of folk horror, you know, the Wicker Man, the Witchfinder General, Blood on Satan's Claw. But the genre has made a, a pretty major resurgent in the last few years with movies like The Witch, A Field in England, The Ritual, Gretel and, Hansa, Gretel and Hansel, Gaia in the Earth, They Remain, Midsommar, the greatest movie ever made, and, and some others. But the film I'm talking about is Kill List. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. It's Kill List. Kill List is directed by Ben Wheatley from a script he co-wrote with Amy Jump. It stars Neil Maskell and Michael Smiley. For those who don't know, Michael Smiley was tires on Spaced. Um, as two slightly over-the-hill contract killers preparing for the very cliche, one last job. So we've seen that set up before, right? You see it all the time. And we should probably be tired of it by now, but we... We, we keep coming back and we come back because we hope that we might be tricked. The reveal we always want is the morally compromised, haggard, tough guy sacrificing himself for a good cause. You know, th think of Creasy and Man on Fire. Not to, not to get too far down a rabbit hole here, but there's a moment in Tony Scott's Man on Fire where Denzel Washington looks at Christopher Walken and asks, do you think God will forgive us for the things we've done? And Walken, without a hint of emotion and seeming almost as if the question was too stupid to ask, simply says no. And that's almost exactly where Maskell and Smiley are in Kill List when we meet them. The two, mostly because they need money, take a job that requires that they kill three men. Jay, played by Maskell, and Gal, played by Smiley, seem to have very different reasons. Jay's wife is angry that he hasn't worked in eight months and that the money has run out, but Gal simply seems to like the work. Their first target is a priest. When, he, when the priest sees Jay coming to kill him, there's recognition and even joy on the priest's face, and he humbly thanks Jay for killing him. This is where we first understand that this may not be the film we signed up for. From the beginning, this is the the crime film, the one last one last job film, and here's where we know something's different. Their second target is called The Librarian. He oversees a collection of videotapes that are described as sickening and horrible. The exact nature of the videos is never revealed, but given Jay's reaction and the type of person we know he is, they must be something more than murder, so we assume that they involve children. The Librarian also thinks Jay, while he's being tortured, Jay takes a hammer to him, and every fucking wet blow is answered with, thank you. Um, Jay finally beats the man to death, and then the movie takes kind of a, a side quest. So uh, Gal and Jay decide to go and find other people associated with the librarian and kill them, which they do. There's, there's a bit where the two of them try to quit the job they've been hired to do and find out that they can't quit because their families will be murdered if they do. So they go after their final target. The final target's a member of parliament. While doing some reconnaissance, watching the house from the woods that surround it, they, they witness a strange ritual that culminates in a human sacrifice. Jay does not react well to this, and he starts just shooting wildly at these cultists, for lack of a better word. 
he kills her leader and several others before remaining but before the remaining few chase the two of them into a series of weird tunnels that run under the estate uh gal does not survive in the tunnels but jay does he flees to his family cottage where his wife and son are waiting unfortunately the the group of cultists find them there they knock jay unconscious he awakes in the woods wearing a a mask that looks like he's made of twigs and sticks and things he's attacked by what's called the hunchback a masked and robed figure hunched over and misshapen there's a brutal fight but jay manages to kill his assailant stabbing it over and over on all sides once the hunchback falls it's unrobed and we discover that it's his wife with her mouth gagged and their son strapped to her back. This actually repeats uh, an early scene where we see Jay playing with his family and he has a pretend sword fight with his wife while the child is riding on her back. Jay shows zero emotion when he sees his dead family and he shows no emotion as the cultists place a crown on his head and begin worshiping him. In folk horror, we're accustomed to the outsider being lured in. So, you know, think of Sergeant Howie, Edward Woodward, and the Wicker Man. Jay is lured, but not to a new place, and not, as Howie was, to be a sacrifice. The, the closest thing that we've seen to this are the endings of Hereditary, Midsommar, and The Witch. In all three of those films, the protagonist is elevated at the ending and can be viewed as happy at least from a very specific point of view. We could, if we stretch, see something Nietzschean in this tale. So Jay has to defeat his own conception of morality, what Nietzsche would call slave morality, in order to ascend to the point where he can be only bound by master morality, to become the ubermensch. Jay has to look into the abyss and not only have it look back, but have it bade him welcome. He fights monsters so that he can become the monster. That's Kill List. That is one of the best folk horror films I have ever seen. And Casey hates it. (laughs) No, I actually I need to rewatch it because I did. I did watch (laughs) it years ago and uh, I do remember not liking it. Uh, I wouldn't say hate, really. I was just kind of kidding, but um, I definitely need to rewatch it because I think I wasn't paying much attention to it uh, partway through, too. So I kind of got lost. So it's it's very interesting because honestly, it if you don't know, it's it's another one that's good to go in blind. If you don't know that it's folk horror, you start it and it really is the setup of just another crime film. You know, it's just these over the hill guys who have to do one last job and boy, ain't it going to go bad. Is this going to, is this going to be uh, a butch and Sundance thing or what? Um, and then it just, and it doesn't even like take a turn. It slowly drips in the weirdness into it until finally you realize, Holy fuck, this isn't a crime movie. Yeah. And I think that's what, why I didn't like it that much is because I think I checked out too early Okay. Um, and it's not. It's not that I don't like crime films. Like I love, like Pulp Fiction, for example, is amazing. Yeah. And and you know I, I like uh, movies like Casino and um, you know Goodfellas and stuff. So I'm not opposed to 
to non-horror, but uh, yeah. I don't. I, that one just didn't grab me right from the beginning, so I just kind of zoned out a little bit when I was watching it. What do you do? Where'd Josh go? We lost Josh. I don't know. And Joey looks catatonic. <laughs> so <laughs> I I did the weird thing. Now let's do something normal. Casey, tell us what you got. So, uh, yeah, this week I, I've done, done a lot of gaming, so I didn't watch a lot of movies. Uh, I did watch um, John in the Hole. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting one. Um, from from what I got from it, basically this kid is kind of fed up with his family. He, he runs across this old bunker that was never finished. Um, out in the woods and uh one night he uh basically drugs his family and then drags them into the hole into the bunker uh i don't really know how he got them down there without hurting them (laughs) but uh essentially they're they're trapped down this bunker with no way out um but uh but yeah it was it was good um i gave it a three out of five um and then I, I watched a terrible movie, Bring It On, Cheer or Die. Complete crap. I don't know why I watched it. I, I, <laughs> I tried to watch it. I think I made it about 20 minutes in. Yeah, I, I think I watched maybe the first 15, 20 minutes, and then really I started doing other stuff, and I wasn't paying much attention. But it, I could tell it was terrible. Um, and then I watched well, – I started watching The Lost Boys. I got the 4K of that amazing movie um but i was really tired that night so i fell asleep with probably about 30 minutes left so i definitely want to pick back up and and watch the rest of it in 4k um and then the iceman cometh that was one that i got with my uh september vinegar syndrome um subscription package and um i expected to hate it because it's kind of like a kind of like a kung fu movie um it starts out in like um, I don't know what kind of times you'd call them, but not really medieval times. It's just it, basically these guys are fighting in the beginning, um, and they fall off of this cliff, and it's it's all it's it's like a big snowy area, and essentially they get frozen. And then many years later, I believe it was in Hong Kong, uh, these people uncover them. Um, so it's kind of like uh, and you know they're like in blocks of ice. And so then they, they, they get thawed out and then they like wake up and, and suddenly they're in the future. Uh, and one of them is a, 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 like a serial rapist. And the other guy is basically chasing after him in Hong Kong. Um, and the beginning of it, it's, it's reminded me so much of Encino Man. Um, because after the, the primary character, like the good guy, after he unthaws, he runs into this woman and she kind of takes him in, takes him to, his, to her apartment and uh, he's asking all like he doesn't know what anything is, right? He's like, because he's from ancient times, so he's like, you know, mystified by the the TV, and he's like, you know, like what is this, and how are these people on here, and and you know, what is the what's the telephone, and it just it reminded me so much of Encino Man at the beginning. Uh, there's a lot of comedy in it, uh, but then then I kind of got interrupted about halfway through, and I was doing something else while I was watching it. And I just caught the ending, so I'm going to rewatch that. But I can tell you, it's it's really good um, and impressed me. So I'm definitely going to rewatch that. And then uh, the last movie I actually watched was uh, Invasion of the Bee Girls. Uh, I watched that uh, this morning, uh, and it's basically about uh, this uh, this like lady. She's like a scientist who is 
turning women into <laughs> kind of like in, she's injecting them with something and then it's making them like bee girls basically their eyes turn black like a like a queen bee and then they basically kill guys by having sex with them um but uh yeah it's uh it sounds stupid but it's actually really fun i really enjoyed it uh, tons of nudity uh Always good. Yeah, tons of nudity. Very good nudity. Um, definitely worth a watch. I mean, it's a fun movie, too. Um, and then uh, as far as buying stuff, I, I ordered 10, 10 movies from the Shout Factory Shocktober sale. Uh, I don't even remember what all I ordered. I got Animal, or not Animal. Animal is one I ordered. Uh, I ordered uh, Cabin Fever, the remake, which was weird. I don't know why they remade it in such a short time after the original. Uh, and it's not as good as the original, but that was one of them I got. Um, but I'm still waiting on the rest of them to come. Um, and then they announced Black Christmas and Carrie in 4K and Pulp Fiction in 4K. Um, I pre-ordered all three of those. And then for some weird reason, last night I pre-ordered uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2 still bit collection. <laughs> I don't know. It was just How much were you drinking? I, I wasn't drinking. I didn't drink last night. Um, I didn't, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I may cancel. I pre ordered on Amazon, so I can always change my mind. Um, and then I had uh, stuff that came in. Uh, I got the Halloween 4K collection, the 6 through 8 from Shout Factory. Um, luckily, everything was in perfect condition. There was no scratches on the disc or grease in the cases. Um so that's good. And then uh, I got the Scream 2 uh, 4K Steelbook and Fright Night 4K Steelbook. So I can't wait to dig into those. Um, and then I thought today I was getting some more, but uh, they're still out. Uh, the Fog 4K, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, and I know you did last summer. Um, so I'm still waiting on those. But you did show us some movies that you got in. I'm going to pull those up, actually. Uh Look like you got oh, yeah. blood and black lace. Nice. That that's Mario Baba, right? Yes. Yeah, and I have seen that once. I don't remember a whole lot about it. I do remember liking it. Um, and uh, I remember it looked like it didn't look like it. I know it was filmed in the '60s, uh, and it didn't look like it was filmed in the '60s. Like it looked, it looked really good. Um, but I do remember liking it, and then I. Uh, I can't even remember what all I got today. Uh, Mark of the Devil. It looks like a lot of these are error releases, but Mark of the Devil was this. Yeah, Mark of the the Devil. I haven't seen that. Um, And then... uh, Jaws of Death. No, no. uh, The Jaws of Death was an advertisement. Oh, I see that now. For another movie. Party Uh, Dis... no, I don't know why I can't remember these. I just <laughs> I just shelved them today. Um, Death Week? No, that's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's it. Oh, Death, Death Weekend. Weekend. Death yeah. Weekend, the, the, the title you said is like the, I think it's Spanish. I can't remember. Maybe maybe it's Dutch uh, name for it. Um, and then... Uh, Curious yeah. Female... The Curious Female. That's the other one. Yeah, those four I didn't pre-order. Those are just random ones that I ordered, mainly because Blood and Black Lace was... Uh, I think it's already out of print, but um, um, Diabolic DVD said that they had 
a few in stock that they, they got a hold of. So I went ahead and was like, screw it. And I ordered that and a few more. But uh, yeah, that's all that's all that's gone with me as far as uh, movie watching goes. I, I play a lot of Dead by Daylight. Um, I don't know if anybody out there is familiar with that game, but um, that game. Don't listening is familiar with that game. Yeah, but it's a it's a horror game. I mean, there's you got all sorts of uh, killers in it. Uh, that some of them are, are made up by the, the developers, and some of them are licensed. Like you got Michael Myers in there. Oh nice. Yeah, I mean you got Pinhead from Hellraiser, and some other ones. Um, but uh, essentially, you're just four survivors trying to power on five generators to then power on the exit gates that you got to open up before the killer kills you. Very um, frustrating game. I hate it. I don't think so. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I've been playing it for about five, well, over four years now. That's uh, free but, too, isn't it? Still, it is still free. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. You got to buy. You got to buy the add-on characters, but they're they come out maybe once every couple months. Um, and when you get them, you usually get the killer, some survivors. Uh, like we just got some people from Resident Evil games, like Wesker, and there's also the Nemesis. Uh, and then there's uh, some of the, the the good guy, the the cops from the Resident Evil games in there. Oh, Dead by uh, Daylight. Dead by yeah. Daylight. Bye. But yeah, just the standard package. Uh, you can get you, at least you can get it free on. I don't know about PC, but you can get it free on uh, like PlayStation and, and Xbox. Yeah, it, oh. it's available on PC. I think it was through Steam on PC. Epic Games also has it, so maybe you can get it from, for free through there too. But yeah, usually around this time, around Halloween time and other holidays, they have um, special events. Um, so I usually start playing a little more around this time because they give you extra blood points and stuff to spend on your character and unlock outfits and stuff like that. Um, so I spent a lot of time this week playing that. Cool. Awesome. That sounds like fun. I'm going to have to check that game out, especially yeah. free. Yeah, I, I didn't like know the, about the free thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like free. Yeah. Joe hates the game. Casey loves the game. Josh? I've never heard of it. Okay, all right, all right. So you and I will have to check it out, and then we'll be the, like the tiebreakers. There we go. All right. It, it's a fun right. game. It's just very frustrating. It's like, because you're sitting there completing these tasks, getting the generators and everything going, and as you're doing this, you're, you're getting attacked by the killer. It's like... Well, yeah. but it's a big, I mean, you, the most of the maps are pretty big. I mean, and some of them are even multi-level. Like it's got the, the uh, level, like it's got a level ba like the warehouse from Saw, one of the Saw movies. Uh, right. So it's like, it's actually two floors. Um, but there's some bigger maps and there's usually like, I think maybe eight, eight to nine generators spread around the map and you got to get five of them and you got four survivors. So you can all team up on, on one gen or you can just, go and try doing yourself or whatever. So the killer, the killer's not always after you. You may have just got unlucky a lot of times and the killer was, you know, going right after you or found you first. But, uh, I mean, once you get used to it, it's it's really easy to actually hide from the killer. You can you can jump in lockers and hide from them. Um, and it just, you know, he, he the killer sees in uh, first person and you see your character as a survivor in third person. So it's actually a little easier for you to kind of, see where to go to hide to get out of his line of sight uh, so it's not too difficult once you know that and, and learn learn all the tricks awesome awesome all right 
All right. Well, I know something I'm going to have to do this week. <laughs> okay. I think we're what? Probably a buck and a half in on this so far. About an With- hour and 17. And I think worth pointing out, we're just uh, well, about a week away from Halloween ends coming out. Yeah. Yay! And I'm going to be watching Hellraiser maybe when we're done watching when we're done recording here in a minute. So I'm going to take a minute to tell everybody this has been Bloodfest the podcast. I'm Nate. That's Casey. That one up there is uh, Josh, and the guy over there that's Joey. Um, if you like what you hear here, like what you hear on this please take a minute to give us a five-star review rating share it tell your friends subscribe subscribing is a big deal if you'll please just subscribe uh if you want to reach out to us bloodfestpodcast at gmail.com that's bloodfestpodcast at gmail.com send us questions suggestions hate mail uh pictures of your feet whatever you want um what some people like that um we're going to send him to Tarantino. He'll give us free Blu-rays. Um, <laughs> uh, now, where was I? You can follow us on Twitter. You can find us on the Facebook. Uh, Joey's building us an OnlyFans. Eventually, we'll have a TikTok. And you can always find info about the show at www.bloodfestpodcast.com. That's www.bloodfestpodcast.com. For all the rats and mice living under my house, I'm saying... Night, baby. <laughs>